0: What is up, True Selfie fam? It's Brooke, your host, and I am pumped about today's topic. But before we dive into what I believe to be a true word from God for you today, I want to let you know that there are plenty ways to support this podcast. What you are doing right now is supporting it just by listening, and I appreciate your listen. But there are other ways to support by sharing on your social media platforms, leaving a star or review from wherever you're listening from, or by financially supporting, whether it be through clicking the more feature tab, you'll see a link that says support this podcast, which gives you the flexibility to do small monthly contributions as little as 99 cents. You can also support through my website, brookegunther.com by clicking the donate tab where one-time contributions or monthly contributions are accepted through PayPal or by using your debit or credit card. However you support, I appreciate you. Now, let's dive into today's topic. Hey guys, welcome in. It's Brooke, your host, the True Selfie. How's it going?
1: Are you asking me? It's going well.
0: I guess so, because you're the only one in the room.
1: (laughs) We were waiting for a response from people that are not here right now.
0: Yeah, did you guys say anything? I'm not one of those people. It's like those TV shows that Easton watches. I don't know. Where is Blue's Clue? And then it's like waiting for them to, like, the kid to talk back. Do you (laughs) know
1: what I mean? We're not going to hear any response, at least not right now.
0: (laughs) No, we won't. But I just imagine you guys responding. But hope you guys had a great week. Um, Jesse, what's a highlight of your last week? Anything exciting happened? Oh,
1: um, well, I haven't really thought about that. This is the first time. (laughs) That this question has been uh, proposed to me. So I am trying to think of that. You uh, can. yeah. We did uh yeah, we did receive a financial blessing we this did? week. So that was good, yeah. I don't oh. know about this financial oh. blessing. <laughs> <laughs> you do. It might not have been like significant enough to like blurp on your radar <laughs> or whatever is a financial blessing, but it was a it was a blurp, and I'll take it.
0: I well, praise God. Exactly. Praise God. Yes. Um, so we're going to do something a little different today.
1: Ooh, I'm scared.
0: Um, we're actually not going to talk about like a certain topic today, but I wanted to do kind of like a... Um,
1: like a gospel hour? Like are we gonna Are going to sing, sing and everything? <laughs> no, no. Are you excited? My microphone just went in. <laughs>
0: Um, no, we've just, over the last uh, couple weeks and months, we've gotten some feedback from our listeners, so we're going to do like a, I'm going to read just anonymously a couple of things, and then talk about what those questions or things were, so. Interesting,
1: um, so like a Q&A Like a Q and uh, a, a session from a. our listeners. I like this, this yeah. is. Yeah, so
0: I've read all of them, um, but... And I've 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 responded appropriately to all of them, but I wanted to um, just read a couple in case there are other people that are feeling the same way or have the same questions, or maybe you're too scared to talk about it. Um, But and we're gonna get Jesse's take on it as (laughs) well because he is just the mastermind of all sorts of things. Well,
1: so here I think the issue is is the issue is that. You you probably received it in like text form, and so you had time to process and answer. And as you just <laughs> said, respond appropriately. Oh, <laughs> I'm over here sitting thinking like I'm about to respond inappropriately to some of this stuff. You're just kind of swinging it at me now.
0: I will definitely pull a our pastor's wife inappropriate if I feel like you need to. <laughs> yes, yes. Comment give me check. Okay. there. A um, bunch of whiny babies. Yeah, right. No, no. no that's not. the <laughs> That's not the way. Of, that is not. I just had the to get that way. one out. Um, you're not supposed to respond that way. That I think was inappropriate. that they, I'm pretty sure they all kind of deal with the same topic. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and read the first one. Okay. It says this
1: From hey, uh, Flagstaff, Arizona, <laughs> listener number one.
0: <laughs> hey, girl. Um, last podcast was a great one. Guilty is charged. Going to listen to it again. I was wondering about how we find our purpose in life and in God. I'm feeling so lost right now and wallowing in self-pity and self-doubt and really a grief that I feel like I'm barely existing. Did I miss something mentioning purpose in an earlier episode? I will definitely start from the beginning and listen to them all again. I love listening to them.
1: So, well, thank you, Flagstaff Arizona, for those compliments. (laughs) We love that compliment. (laughs) Um, So, actually, I was talking to, uh, I just went this morning to a thing called All Pro Dads. And, um, it's once a month at Landon school, we go there at six thirty in the morning, we have donuts and, uh, we have a lesson there. There's like a word like honesty or loyalty or something. There's a lesson over that. And, uh, some of the dads and I were generally talking after the lesson was already over and we started talking. Now this is, um, I guess there isn't any religious aspect to this right now, but it's how you can, you can find that. Like, um, so we were talking about working on vehicles. There's a local church here in town who is building a building and it's going to be a mechanics building and they're going they're going to have like an outreach ministry where they have a lift in there and they work on people's cars for like cheap or or i don't know what the deal is but they're going to have a garage at the church to work on people's cars as an outreach ministry and i was like oh i love to work on cars and another guy was like i don't do that he goes i have found in my life he goes that I know how to make money a certain way or I have talents in a certain area. So I use that and I make money a certain way and then I pay somebody to fix my shower or something. He goes, I I bring in a professional to do that. But this guy is very aware of where his talents are. His talents are not working on cars. They're not working on showers or any of that. But he knows where his talents are. And God designed him that way just like God has designed you that way. You have talents. You have things that you are passionate about. You have things that you are good at and God put those in you and they're in you so that you can use them to glorify him and not necessarily just make money off of them.
0: Yeah. And I think that when you're using your gifts and talents, um, that's the whole point of finding your purpose is knowing what you're good at. um, Recognizing that, you know, I'm good in this area. I love to talk to people. I, you know, have all of these things and then, um, using them in whatever way possible to bring God glory. That's exactly why we were created was to bring God glory. Um, he created us each individually, each perfectly. Um, no two people are the same. So no two people are going to have that same calling and same direction of life to go in. Um, you know, A lot of people look at callings as their job. I do believe that your calling can be your job. You're gifted. I love to think about nursing because nursing is a beautiful talent to have. Not a lot of people have that gift to care for people. And how do you use that gift for the Lord? You care for people in showing Christ's love while you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Our calling doesn't always have to lead to... um, you know, a ministry role or a ministry leader or a pastor or, you know, a teacher, it doesn't always have to be that way. Um, but I do believe that as a body of Christ and in a church that you should be using your gifts in the church as well.
1: Yeah. And it's somewhere out there that, you know, if you're using your gifts and you're following God, that there will be fruit from that, um, once you find what you're good at, uh, whether it's dancing or art or a podcast or whatever, um, and you're following God, like you will see fruit from that. And that'll show you that you're on the right path. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we all have gifts. i mentioned at the, at an outreach event, uh, not too long ago that being able to shake hands and smile at somebody and tell them, you know, that you're happy to see them and, uh, you know, a, um, as a greeter in a church or something like that's a spiritual gift to be able to welcome people into the house of the Lord. Everybody has gifts.
0: And, um, the comment about just feeling lost and wallowing and, and just self pity and self doubt. And all of those are, um, you know, feelings and true and valid and, and everything. And, um, I've you know, been in situations where I, I felt those exact thoughts and, and feelings in my life before. Um, I think the biggest thing to do when you're finding yourself in those, um, those moments is to bring truth to it. And that's what this podcast has always been about is bringing truth to lies. um, you know, if you're so if you're so like self-centered and and self-thinking about, you know, you you you, you're feeling, you know, down and you don't feel like you're worthy enough. You don't feel all of these things don't look at you. You know, look at God and look around you. Where where can you place your energy? Where can you place your focus? Cuz the more that you're focusing and you're spending time on yourself, um we're our worst critic and we're going to pull out all of that, you know, nasty things that we don't feel are good enough. Um, but we have to understand that God created us just as we are beautiful in everything that we do. And um, the more that we focus on him, the more that we understand who we are in him and the more that we serve others, ourself, like we have to deny that. And that's what um, the Bible talks about. Denying yourself, pick mm-hmm. up your cross daily, realize that, you know, Jesus died for you. That he died for every flaw that you have. You have, Every failure that you would, you will encounter, and you have encountered, none of that mattered to him when he um, gave his life for you. So, um, be encouraged, right?
1: Yeah, it, I mean, there's been multiple times in my life where, like, I thought my, uh, you know, our ministry as a couple, or my personal ministry in one area or whatever, was was like getting ready to take off. And uh, it necessarily didn't go the way I had thought. Um, We'd put a lot of work into things, and then you see it kind of go somewhere, and it looks like things are going to go great, and then uh, it just kind of changes and doesn't work out. And uh, yeah, there's no reason to get discouraged or anything. Um, God's asking us to try. Um, I mean, even just like writing letters to people or just reaching out to people. I mean, there are just, you have a purpose. And you can make somebody's life better. Uh, just follow God's example.
0: Okay, so this one kind of goes in ha- hand in hand with that. It says this. Um, it says, I needed this. Help me pray how I can fulfill his purpose where I am spiritually, mentally, and physically. I am a Christian and I needed this wake-up call. How do I come alive for him? How do I... Like, what are some practical ways that someone who has been a Christian, you know, they believe in the gospel, um, you know, what are some ways practically that we can feel like we're doing something, you know what I mean? Like, how do we, um, you know, I think about serving. I think serving is a great, um, and a great way to come alive because you feel, um, I was just telling a girl this the other day that you know when you are obedient to God and when you you know when he says to do something and you obey him and then you see the fruit of that obedience it's kind of like an add a boy or an add a girl like you get that blessing back you're mm-hmm. blessing someone else but in return God has this beautiful way of once you're pouring out for someone or something that he re- in return fills you up to where you're overflowing and you and you feel that sense of aliveness you feel that sense of you know wow i'm really making a difference for the kingdom i think that's kind of where this question is coming from um i don't know what are your thoughts
1: yeah um obviously there are ways to serve in your local church um god has designed us to be a body that works together in his church um, to help grow his church So there are lots of ministries to get involved in uh, I mentioned being able to shake hands or whatnot As a ministry And there are So um, God is giving you that desire Like you want to be served And you want to be useful um, But you, you can't just kind of sit there And do nothing And expect to be useful So you, you got to make a move Uh, Pray about it. God gives you a passion. Um, We heard a while back um, from somebody like a a pastor online to where, like, if you're getting frustrated with something, like if you're in your church and you're frustrated with how this is going or how that event went or, or whatever, then that probably means that God has put a passion or a desire in you to be involved in that ministry. You're like, that could be better. Um, do not just sit there and think that could be better and uh, that person who's doing that sucks at their job. Um, get up, get involved, and help out because that's God putting something in you to, to have you a desire to go help out there.
0: Yeah, I think about a time where I kind of felt like I didn't have, I was a stay-at-home mom. This was before I recently went back into the work. Um, for a few months, but I kind of went through this phase where I felt like I couldn't do much, like, because I was just home all the time. Um, I, you know, I only went to the grocery, literally, if this is my life right now, like I literally only go to the grocery store, um, because I have a a small child and so I'm like God you know what can I do I don't feel like I'm you know I serve in my church it's on Sundays and Wednesdays but like during the week I just don't feel like I'm I'm doing anything kingdomly that matters and um the Lord spoke to me like you're on social media why not start there you know there are like I think sometimes we just because we're not like in contact face to face with people that we're like, well, I can't win anybody to Jesus. You can still shine your light, um, with wherever you are. Um, this podcast is an example of that. Like I stay at home, but because I'm being obedient in my calling and my purpose, this podcast can reach people that I can't reach just going, you know, out into the local greenfield of Indiana, Mm -hmm. you know? And so don't limit what, just because you may, you may be in a situation similar to me where you're home with your children, that's ministry and its own pouring into your kids, but you, there's just that like gap of not feeling like you're really kingdomly do, making a difference. Um, do what you can send a text message to somebody, you know, um, a girlfriend, tell them that you're praying for them. Um, prayer is the best, you know, when you're home, getting in your secret place and praying for people and for for things and ministries and and God's kingdom to grow. Um, And just being obedient whenever he tells you what to do, because he will tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. We just have to be more open and and hear what he wants to say.
1: Yeah, you talk about, like, coming alive for God. Um, You need to involve God in every aspect of your life and uh, talk about him, bring him up in that. So at work, everybody there knows I'm a Christian, a church, comment comes up or something and we talk about it you know some people believe some people don't some people used to um, some people just never have and have questions about it so they know like I get pretty odd questions at work um, you know not too long ago we had Easter and we had good Friday off and uh, I wished all of the religious people you know happy like Easter and have a great uh, Friday off and all that and for the ones that didn't necessarily believe in God and it's kind of, you know I don't push him into it. I can't, I can't bring him to God. Only the Holy spirit can, but, uh, I'll just be like, Hey, enjoy a Friday all for no reason, you know? And, uh, so, but they, they know that I'm talking about God. So I talk about God, uh, at work. Um, I coach baseball team and we say prayer at the baseball team. And, uh, so you just everywhere in your life, you need to bring God into it.
0: Yeah. I love that. Um, because he, I've recently been getting, you know, not convicted. I don't feel like that's the right word, but like I need to pull him into more of my everyday things, you know, get better at that Brooke, like pull him into your making breakfast, pull your in, pull him into while you're making coffee for yourself, pull him into, you know, when you're driving in your car and, and he wants to be, so intimately intertwined in everything that we're doing that way when he is intimately intertwined with us in our everyday tasks it is not it does not feel so uh heavy or hard to share you know when we are with other people it just becomes part of you know who we are it just mm-hmm. starts flowing out so effortless effortlessly you know we put such a, a heaviness on you know how do I come alive? What do I need to do? It's just like, just live with him, mm-hmm. you know? And he will make those doors open. He will show you opportunities. He will make it clear the path that you're to go. Um, you know, I love it when I hear the comments like, you know, I don't hear God speaking to me. Like, is your Bible opened? Like, those kind of things are what is crucial to make sure that he is living inside of you and he is alive, moving, freely, flowing, you know, all of those things. Um, I have another question here. It goes um, kind of in hand in hand with the calling. It says, I know my calling God has for me. I'm just so scared because I feel like nobody will listen to me. So I guess my question is, what should I do? Mm. So someone who knows their calling, um, it's not a question of what that is at this point. Um, it's kind of that fear, that is kind of crippling someone to step out into their calling
1: yeah so you're <clears throat> you are putting the success of your calling on a man or a woman right is what it sounds like to me it's like no person will listen to me we all have to understand that it is not a person that makes your calling successful that the, the the oddest callings can be the most successful, and that's and that's all God. It isn't the the person that helps you with it or any of that. Um, when you're in the calling, you got to remember that God is funding it, that God is promoting it, that God is doing that. So, I do believe <clears throat> that uh, people can discourage other people from following their callings and they might not be able to see their vision that vision and you know why that's because god didn't give it to them god gave it to you so you have to act out on it and you got to be like you know what i don't care what they think god told me this and you have to pursue it and uh the fruit will again prove that that god is behind it
0: um i think my response to this question was um you know, at the end of the day, like when God sent his disciples out, he said, you know, go, he didn't say go, um, and give a list of reasons that you're going to like, these things are going to happen. You may not feel this. You may, you may feel like nobody's going to listen to you. You may feel and act. feel like it's a stupid thing. You, he just said, go. And so that tells me that it's a command. And if you have received your calling, you have to understand that it is a go calling, like go no matter what. Mm -hmm. Like, um, if you're placing the fear of what other people think, um, higher than what God has called you to, um, then that's a scary thing because the opinions of other people are going to be here from there, from, you know, they're just going to be here. Mm -hmm. They're going to be good. They're going to be great. They're going to compliment you. They're going to hate you. I just saw a, um, a post the other day, a, a church that I follow did like this, um, different type of Easter play. It was just, it's very different. It's very, um, modern type of Easter play. Um, definitely wasn't like the, the ropes and all of that. It was just a modernized version of, the story of Jesus and some people loved it and some people said it was literally of the devil and it's just like you're just like you're not gonna get it right like you're to other people's eyes it's not ever gonna be right Um, and that's a, a hard thing to learn especially growing up Um, As you're trying to figure out like who you are and who God's called you to be, to understand that people's opinions are just opinions. It's not fact. It's not truth. But God's calling is truth. Mm -hmm. And we have to learn to differentiate that, Um, you know, and God will take care of the rest. Being obedient is your job. Whatever everybody else does is not your, you just can't. You can't weigh that because it's not anything that you can control. It's understanding what can I do? What can I control other people's feelings, other people, whether they're listening to me or not, that doesn't matter. But I can control what I can control.
1: Yeah. You literally cannot fail with God. Right. Like you can't, you just can't, um, it's just, you know, as we talk about, like, reaching out to people and sharing the gospel and trying to lead people to salvation, just remember, you cannot save them. Like, you can't. All you can do is be, be obedient, pre, uh, present God's word to them, and let the Holy Spirit work. Like, if they get saved right in front of you, that's great, and there's that gratification. But even if they don't accept it and they walk away you still get peace from God that you did what you were supposed to in that moment. You don't know when you speak to that 30 year old that when they're 80 years old, ate up with cancer and they're going to be like, you know what? Somebody said something to me many years ago. And, uh, it's probably about time I get right with my maker. You know, you, you never know, but you cannot fail with God. Just remember that if you are obedient and you are in constant prayer with him, um, following his will just remember not yours that don't put yourself in front of it you need to follow God and do as God leads you and you cannot fail
0: yeah I love that because that goes right into this verse that I found before mm. we hopped on here um, it is in John chapter 8 verse 12 and I am reading the
1: NLT message oh the message Jeez, so you're like you're always in the message. I didn't I've never said that.
0: Yeah, you like you on your podcast you always read on the message. Maybe that's somebody else that said that. I didn't
1: say that. She put words in my mouth.
0: Anyways, it says this. Jesus once again addressed them. And so hear me today. Jesus is saying this to you today. I am the world's light. No one who follows me stumbles around in darkness. No one who follows me stumbles around in darkness. I provide plenty of light. To live in, what do you think about that, Jesse?
1: So I was looking because that's pretty close to the verse of the day. Um, Is it really? It, well, yeah, it's in the verse of the days in John fourteen, but he it starts out very similar to that, uh, but it goes down a different path. Um, nobody stumbles, right? If you're following him, if you're following him, it's true. It's true. Like you can't do, you can't do wrong. Like you will you will screw up and you will look at it and you'll be like, Oh man, I screwed that up. But then you will see that maybe God meant for it to happen that way. Like it looked like a stumble to you, but you don't know what God's setting up to happen six months or a year from now. Just remember, you cannot see the future. You just yeah, yeah. have to be in God's will Yeah,
0: and say, so God, that's, that gave me uh, goosies. Cause uh, that's speaking to somebody right now. Like whenever I yeah. feel the goosies, I'm like, somebody is receiving God's word. <laughs> they ain't even hearing it yet. <laughs>
1: But that's, you, you just, you don't know the future. They're, uh, they're, if I look back many years ago in my life and I look at my screw ups, um, they were there for a reason from God to make me who I am today. And, but I never would have thought that when they happened, when I did those stupid yeah. things, I never would have thought, well, God's making me do this or let me do this for a reason. Never would I have thought that.
0: Yeah and and let that be an encouraging thought for someone who is walk or trying to walk out their calling or maybe they're trying to decide you know what is my purpose god um be encouraged that if you are walking with Jesus he will provide plenty of light for you he will provide everything that you need he will provide all of the resources he will provide mm-hmm. he'll provide it he'll give you just enough so you can walk through it's like the, imagining you're in completely darkened world and you just have a light you know a flashlight and that's plenty for you to just make your way through you know and it may not feel like um you know if you look around and it looks dark and it looks scary and it looks fearful and it looks like you're gonna fail or you're gonna fall and you're gonna do all the wrong things understand that he has given you literally everything that you need don't question it Don't make it harder than what it is. Um, and if you find yourself stumbling around and you literally feel like you're not, you're, you're not going anywhere, then open up your Bible, Mm -hmm. spend more time with him, let him shed some more light into an area and, and give you more clarity and focus. Um, because he is literally everything that we need and more.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're in that dark place, whatnot and all that, and there's a lot of darkness around you, you might be right where you need to be. Um, you know that Jesus is the light, so you—you you, he has put you there for a reason to reflect His light. Um, so, a couple things. So, we were driving through um, a neighborhood the other day, and uh, I can't remember if we were just like driving around to let the baby sleep or what, but we went to a little rougher area of a neighborhood, and uh, I was just looking at it, and um, and the, the the houses were okay, but you know, they just, it was, it was just rough looking stuff in the yard and all that. I'm like, look, Brooke, I'm like, this is where we need to be. You know, like we were in a rough spot and I was like, these are the people, these people need God. Like they, they have what looks like probably, probably pretty good life in a pretty good area, but the stuff around them just isn't maintained. You know, there's no, no sense of pride or anything. And it's just like, these people need God. It, It looks to me like there's no hope. Is what it looks like to me And they're not taking care of what they have And I'm like if they only knew The hope that they could get from Jesus And the blessings that they have To live where they live And to live in the houses that they live in That they would be completely different Um And then you know we talk about like Stepping out into our calling and not being successful So Brooke and I went through the CAMS class For Church of God a few years ago I think it was like 2019 into 2020 And um like, as we were coming out of the CAMS class, like, uh, personally, I was, people were reaching out to me to request me to give messages at different services, and um, I was like, well, oh, Brooke, I was like, we better get ready. I was like, I feel like maybe ministry might get ready to take off here. Like, we might have to, I don't know, like, I, I, I might have quit my job. I don't know. Like, I just felt like something was coming and uh it went great for a short while and then it and then it kind of tapered away and um i was like god that was kind of weird you know i thought like wow it was it was like going there for a, a moment a couple months and then um then it, it kind of dried up a little bit and i was confused but i just i sat back i chilled i prayed about it um you know it's been years since that moment now and uh, i've given a few more messages since then and all that and You know, if I think back to then to now and my message style has changed, I've changed a lot and I see that God is changing me and working me over that maybe I was, maybe I was trying to force something down a path that that I wasn't ready for yet. And I I was trying to do it and uh, it wasn't time. It just wasn't God's time. So I felt like something was being ready to go and then it didn't. And I did not get upset over it.
0: And that's the thing is just being... Uh, content with wherever he takes us. Mm -hmm. You know, it may go down a path of of speaking publicly for months. It may be down a path of um, working behind closed doors in an office for a couple of years with people around you in your workforce. Um, He may take you, you know, across the country and like share the gospel that way. Um, The beauty of, of everything that Jesus does is it's all like planned and purposed out perfectly and um, however he decides to you know pull you into his plan and purpose um, I think it's just being content and being like God wherever it is that you want to use me I'm willing to go I'm willing to be used I'm willing to share my story with who, whoever you put in my place and um, I don't know he may have let you see something a taste of what is to come. So you, you know, get more, like grow more and, and learn more and gain more wisdom and knowledge over these next few years for when something big happens. Um, or he may just be like, here's a taste of that. You know, you were in the season for that, for that purpose and and you touched these people's lives. Now I need you to come over here. It's it, we don't understand and we're never going to understand, you know, but it's just being content with whatever, um, whatever he calls us to, um, I'm one of those people that I hate routine. And so like, if he's going to pull me this way and that way, I'm like, let's go. Cause I don't want to <laughs> do the same thing over and over, <laughs> but it's just being obedient yep. and just listening and, and asking God, where would you have me? What can I do for you every single day?
1: Yeah. Every day. Um, I mean, just be ready. Uh, you never know when something is going to come up. So, uh, I was in a conversation with some people one time, and we were talking about somehow like laying hands got brought up, and it wasn't necessarily in like, oh, somebody said it, and then somebody else was like, "What does that mean?" And um, and I you know I explained well like you know we believe that we can lay hands on each other, pray over each other, and the power of God, power of the Holy Spirit comes in and works. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. They're like, I've never made the connection. Uh, This person is a huge video game person. And in the video game that they play, there's like a religious person. And their superpower is called like laying hands. And it's like the most powerful thing in the video game. And he was like, I didn't know that. You know, and so it, it just enlightened him to like where that comes from. And then uh, I was talking to somebody else and uh, talking to a non-believer. And uh, I don't push myself on this non-believer, but there was an issue. I text him, told him I was praying for him, and uh, which is always risky with a non-believer. You know, you never know which way it's going to take. But the way that they took it was the way that you really want them to take it. They're like, you know, I don't believe in that. But since you believe in that and you text that to me, that means that like, you care about me. Like, you believe that when you pray, he was saying it to me, you believe when you pray for me that things are going to happen and you want better for me. And um whether he believed that he doesn't believe that the prayers are working, but he sees the care, the, the heart, the heart of, and the love yeah. of Christ. So you just got to be ready all the time.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Um, So be encouraged. I love we love hearing from you guys. We love hearing um, your compliments, but we also love hearing your questions, too. And um, send your questions in. Do you know where they can send their questions in, Jess?
1: I uh... have no idea. Can you pause or anything? Right. No, I don't I do not you Am I supposed to you want me to give your phone number out? Is that what no, I'm saying? So, oh, you can oh. go to the
0: connect <laughs> tab on my website. It's ww.brookgunther. How do you spell Gunther?
1: G-U-E-N-T-H-E-R.
0: Dot And um, you can send all of your questions or comments or anything that you would like to right there and it will get to us and we will read them and hopefully in a couple weeks maybe we can share some more questions and answers and have a little session um this was super fun what do you think did you like it
1: i did i did um you always love the real life questions because we're here to make an impact
0: yeah and um i don't know i just it feels like we're actually talking to people i know (laughs) I get tired of talking to you sometimes.
1: I get it. We need some fake people in here. We do. To talk to. Absolutely.
0: Well, we love you guys. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.